Welcome to the Business Bites edition of the Hand On Business Podcast. If you're returning, you know what it's all about. If this is the first time that you're joining myself, the host, Hakim Adebiyi, then where have you been? So Business Bites is our short form version of the podcast, 10 to 15 minutes of me musing on topics that either I've seen which I want to discuss or somebody's asked me about. So today... We're going to be talking about getting more done in less time. You know, that's the holy grail that everybody is trying to achieve. And if you're working a 10-hour day, staying late, skipping lunch, then surely you must be getting more done than one of your colleagues who turns up, saunters in at 10 o'clock and clocks out at 4. That's obviously the assumption, I would hope. But the question is, are you actually doing more work or are you just working more hours while your colleague has found the productivity holy grail and is getting more done in less time now i decided to record this particular episode as i'm constantly asked how do i get so much done now whilst i do have systems i've never really thought of it as getting lots done however on reflection i am a chief commercial officer at a medical devices business i do have my own training business I've written a couple of books, and I'm currently writing my third. I've created my own software, which I'm commercializing, and I invest in a variety of different businesses, and literally, I've just started investing in blockchain technology. So I guess you could say that is getting a lot done. So how do I do it? Well, simply, to be honest, if I break it down, I just focus on what I want to get done, and then also what I need to get done. Then I arrange my time accordingly. However, you know, that's, that's obviously just the top line. I thought it'd be useful to delve into this topic a bit further for this specific episode. So the first question is, how do you spend your time? I.e., don't tell me how many hours you work. Tell me what you achieve in those hours. So obviously, the good old adage of working smart. Now, this is critical because working more hours doesn't necessarily mean that you get more done everybody really knows this as we've seen lots of people working 12-hour days who never seem to achieve anything and the converse is true you see people who come in they don't seem to be working that many hours but they always seem on top of what they're supposed to be achieving and they're always at the top of their game now why is that it's because procrastination presenteeism and multitasking can lead to you ending a frenzied day with half-completed projects and a list as long as your arm. In fact, anyone that has to do a lot of overtime or work very long hours just to complete their work is either doing two people's jobs, but much more likely they aren't actually using their time effectively. Now, our work culture, and when I say our work culture, I'm talking about generally in the West, but specifically in the UK and probably the US as well, is often built around watching a clock. And so the assumption is that if you're at work, you're working. So allegedly, the more time you spend there, the more time you're actually working. But what studies have instead shown is that the more time you spend at work, the less productive you actually become. What's more, the people that take breaks and actually focus on what they're doing and work fewer hours tend to be getting more things done. Now, we all often laugh at the French, 
uh, because they have long lunch breaks and their laissez-faire lifestyles, but they're actually much more productive in all the studies that we look at than the Brits. Now, why is that? Because they've cracked that productivity code. They realised how to work smart. Now, I'm not saying that it's super easy to find solutions for workloads that drain your time and your energy. You know, it's, it's not that easy to get to a place where you put non-essential tasks to the side so that you can spend more time on the big stuff because that requires a lot of creative thinking, a lot of energy. It requires discipline and it requires some kind of methodology and just practice to keep doing it. So uh, in the interest of saving you the job of doing all those things, I've compiled three of the best ways that I think that you can start to get more done in less time and all i can say is it certainly worked for me so please listen on and try to put some of these into practice so the first one is the 80 20 rule now the 80 20 rule or the pareto principle is something that i think most people have heard of it states that 80 percent of outcomes only come from 20 percent of causes or the vital few the work that we concentrate on most actually creates the lowest yielding results in most cases. And the projects that we spend the least amount of time on produce 80% of our objectives. So where do you think you should be spending your time? The Pareto principle says that we should flip our work habits around and start to prioritise that 20% that we're currently doing that actually achieves 80% of the impact. And that will then free up our time and achieve better outcomes in the process. So let me just illustrate that with a couple of examples in terms of some practical tips on how you can use that 80-20% principle to get you going. So the first one is invest less time in email and more time on big projects. Everybody that I see who can't manage their time is consumed by emails. I check my emails two or three times a day maximum because you're going to get consumed in just loads of small little details. And I know what I want to achieve in a day, and I focus on those big projects. Of course, you have to check the emails. Is there anything urgent in there? And then I prioritize my inbox accordingly uh, and then work through my tasks that I've got to do for the day. I don't get distracted by what's on the email. This is a topic in and of itself. I do a whole course on how to manage your emails. So I'm going to save that for another day. But yeah, invest time. Uh, less time on your emails because people are letting the emails manage them rather than managing your workload. Number two, spend more energy on the big ticket items, the top line, rather than the unimportant energy consuming tasks of which email is one of those things. So that's a real focus. Number three, which is part of the same thing, say no to work that's not going to bring enough value in return. Work on, or should I say return on time invested is a critical uh, component of managing your effectiveness and making sure that you're working on the things that are giving you the highest value in return. So many people don't do it. They're so busy doing loads and loads of tasks. They get to the end of the day, they've done 50 tasks. It's oh, a productive day, but they've not actually really achieved anything. They've just done lots of little itty-bitty things. I'd rather spend that time doing two key things which are really going to give me a massive return on my time and possibly a return in terms of financial uh, results as well because that's the key thing isn't it really number four eat the frog as we say you know do your more complex tasks before the simpler ones most people when they wake up in the morning have significantly more energy than when it gets to five o'clock and you've had a, a long day. So if that's the case, when do you think is the best time to take on your most complex and your bigger tasks? 
obviously, at the beginning of the day. And just in case you don't have as much energy at the beginning of the day as you should have, then do what I do. I always do a bit of exercise. It doesn't have to be a huge amount of exercise, but do some exercise, get the blood flowing, so actually you do sit down at your desk or, in my case, stand up at your desk, um, uh, and then you have some energy to get into those things. But you should be focusing on those complex tasks because if you do the little simple tasks and you do them and you do five you do ten of those before lunch and you feel really good because you've got them out of the way they're probably not that important they're probably um not giving you the highest return on your time invested and then when you sit down after lunch to do the complex task you think oh yeah bloody hell that's going to be take me ages and then you tend to procrastinate stick it onto the next day and the same thing happens again whereas if you get them boxed off in the morning you've done those big tasks the complex energy sapping tasks uh the brain creative sapping uh tasks then after lunch you can then easily relax and it's almost like a wind down because you're doing some of those simple tasks that don't require as much brain capacity and that's a very easy way to get through work and i don't know if you've also heard of parkinson's law parkinson's law states that the work expands to fill the allotted time so in other words if you decide something's going to take you two hours it will even if it should take you half the time so instead of trying to look at how long something's going to take you and pigeonholing projects into time slots work according to your project objectives this is really important if you want to get those big projects done and you want to get them done effectively and efficiently rather than focusing on the amount of time because funny enough if you think it's going to take you five hours or you plan five hours it'll take you five hours if you think it's going to take you two it'll take you two and the most successful people i've seen get up they're energized they know what they want to work on they get it done and they move on to the next project and they do it much more quickly because they're focusing on the project rather than how much time it's going to take. And if you do this, your focus naturally changes to achieving the result and not filling the time. So the second tip I've got for you, because all those tips I've just given you are all part of the 80-20 rule. Uh, so the second tip uh, is about energy management. A lot of productive people reckon it's actually better to focus on energy rather than time when you're going about your working day. Time is obviously and can be a very relative concept. Five minutes on a task might reap 50% of the result, whereas the three hours afterwards might only bring an extra 10%. So it makes much more sense to concentrate on what you can achieve according to your energy and concentration levels for that day, rather than focusing on your self-imposed Google or Outlook calendar. Now, Working yourself to death on projects that reap poor rewards will then mean that by the time that you get to the projects that matter, you're working on those projects with low energy. You'll likely, therefore, accomplish less than if you used your energy much more efficiently and rested more. Now, I'm a really um, keen advocate of when I'm in work, I work focused, I work hard, I take concentrated breaks to make sure I go for a walk I, you know I do lots of different things just to to make sure that actually when I get back to my project I've got high energy and also when I go on holiday I'm on holiday nobody can get hold of me when I'm holiday because I'm relaxing because that then means that when I come back I'm fully rested and I can again work with 100% focus so a good place to start is working in energy bursts divide your time between complete focus and rest 
and avoid oscillating, you know, and switching between the two because you'll neither feel rested nor productive. Okay, so that's energy management. Now, my third and final tip for this specific podcast, at least, is do what you are good at. Now, let's say, for example, you're a sales manager and you need an updated product catalogue to show customers your current range or to push stock that you want to sell before the end of the quarter. Now, there's two things that you can do. You can take the sensible way and ask a specialist or you can start fiddling around on Canva or Photoshop for a week to produce a poorer result than a graphic designer would do in a day because you've got no idea what you're doing. So why would you start trying to focus on that when you've got lots of other big tasks to do uh, when a designer can box that off? And then that week that you spend faffing about producing terrible results um, is then free for you to concentrate on what you're good at or what you're supposed to be good at at least, i.e. selling, managing and leading. Don't waste time trying to complete something that is neither your role, nor as I've just said, your skill set. Finding experts to delegate important project elements will see you achieve better results and will free up your day so you can then concentrate on what you excel at. And if you do want to master something or learn a new skill, by all means do it. There's no problem with that at all. But just make sure that the energy that you're investing is going to reap the intended results. In the end, getting more done in less time isn't as elusive as people believe. Do those three things that I've just mentioned, i.e. the 80-20 rule, number one, energy management, number two, and number three, focusing on what you're good at. That then starts focusing you and getting you to think differently about how you work and being open to trying proven concepts. And that will soon see your energy levels shooting up and your projects completed way before that clock strikes five. Now, these are just a few tips, but believe me, they work and they're proven to work. And I'll probably go into much more depth in future episodes as I've really just scratched the surface here. But go away, start putting these into practice and then feedback on how they are working and how much more you now get done in the same amount of time.